You are listening to Messy in the Middle, the show here to help you navigate the messy blend that is life and business today. I'm your host, Haley Johnson, and my guests and I are here to dish out all the hot takes, big wins, and seriously messy moments that come with being an entrepreneur. So grab another cup of coffee, you know you want to, and let's get into it. Welcome back to Messy in the Middle, where today we are going to be talking all about thought leadership and what it means for you as a business owner and how you can build your credibility and establish yourself as a thought leader in the new and improved Thought Leaders Collective. So let's dive in. I can't believe it's taken 40 full episodes for me to actually create an episode about Thought Leadership and talk about Thought Leaders Collective because it is my baby. It is my pride and joy. I am so happy with everything that Thought Leaders Collective has become over the past year and a half or so. Um, That said, there's always room for improvement and I think we've really done a lot to make Thought Leaders Collective better than ever and so I can't wait to dive in and share all of that with you. But before we get into Thought Leaders Collective itself, what the hell is a thought leader? (laughs) So dictionary.com says thought leader is a person whose views are taken to be authoritative and influential. Now, if you've been around here for a while, you listened to the Selling Without Sleazy, Feeling Sleazy podcast, or you just know me at all, you know that I don't love this idea of authority as a business building tool. Um, it really introduces a hierarchy of status and respect that I think can be very disempowering for people who are following these authority figures so when I think about thought leadership just know that I'm always talking about building credibility and so then this influence comes from credibility so it comes from people believing that you are a good person to listen to because you have thoughts and feelings that are different and exciting and actually work and make sense but there's not this power of authority and obedience and like you must believe the things that I say because I'm a thought leader because that's kind of ridiculous so that's what a thought leader is but what does thought leadership really mean I look at the status of being a thought leader or pursuing thought leadership as really leaning into originality in your thoughts and feelings and what you express about your industry or the work that you do. So it's not posting on LinkedIn about your 5am morning routine because that's like what goes viral. It's really sharing your unique thoughts and feelings and experiences and what us as the people who are not you, can take from that to learn from you, to learn how to better our business, better our lives, better ourselves through this unique perspective that you have chosen to share. And a lot of times when we think about thought leadership, we're thinking about LinkedIn because LinkedIn has kind of positioned itself as this thought leadership platform. But a lot of the content that we see on LinkedIn falls into that like 5 a.m. morning routine, like kind of bullshit category. And so when I created Thought Leaders Collective, it was really to give people the tools that they needed to feel empowered to share on LinkedIn without just contributing to this like 
garbage content cycle that we seem to be stuck in on LinkedIn for whatever reason. So LinkedIn is the place that people kind of go to to become thought leaders and therefore it's the place that people go to to find thought leaders and to be influenced by thought leaders. So LinkedIn is a great platform for thought leadership because it is what people want when they're there. And so if you can feel comfortable sharing thought leadership content on LinkedIn, then you have this audience that's really like primed and ready to receive that kind of content. And in the original version of Thought Leaders Collective, this really stopped at content because that was the feedback that I was getting from my audience, from you guys at that time was, we know LinkedIn's amazing for thought leadership. We know that thought leadership is what we need, but I have no idea where to begin in creating that content or sharing that content and not just sounding like every other bro out there. So that's kind of like the origin story of Thought Leaders Collective is like, how do we create a simple way to spread our amazing and unique thoughts and become thought leaders without just sounding like everyone else or feeling overwhelmed or not prepared to kind of step into that role as a thought leader. Um, But over the time of running Thought Leaders Collective, of changing my own kind of ambitions and perspective on thought leadership and really falling into place of the areas that I want to be a thought leader in, I realized that if I want to truly create a collective of thought leaders, we need to be more comprehensive and more supportive than just here's how you post on LinkedIn. So LinkedIn is a great way for you to establish yourself as a thought leader beyond just posting because it allows you to build your network and build connections with other credible resources, either in your own industry or in compatible industries. So if I am positioning myself as a thought leader in the trauma-informed marketing space for these high-level entrepreneurs who are in need of fractional CMO support, then it's probably going to be really beneficial for me to fill my network with other people who are trying to attract that same type of client and trying to influence that same type of person with their own unique but still aligned to my perspective perspective on their industry and what they do. So if I'm all about trauma-informed marketing, finding someone who is a fractional CFO who believes in helping people work through their money trauma so that they can become these established and high-level business owners would be a really great match not only to have in my network, but also to build a relationship with and you know become a friend and a referral partner and all of the other things that come with building solid and genuine relationships on LinkedIn or elsewhere in just like the business space. So LinkedIn gives you more opportunities aside from just posting content to really find and build genuine connections with those people who can help you establish yourself even further as a thought leader and then you can return the favor by supporting them in that same way. But at the end of the day, like, why do we even care about being a thought leader? Like, that feels like a big ego kind of thing. And this is something I've been grappling with a lot lately because I recognize that it takes a significant amount of ego to sit here in my office with my microphone and talk for 20-something minutes on a topic and think that, 
you know, I'm the one that you should be listening to about it. Or it takes a significant amount of ego to call yourself a thought leader or even say that that's something that you want. Um, But it's not just ego because there's a benefit to your business of being seen as a thought leader. It comes back to that idea of authority or credibility as a sales tool. If you are a thought leader who people feel that they can come to to get quality information about your area of expertise, it's going to be that much easier for you to then make a sale or get them as a client or become, I don't know, in some ways boost your business through working with them. And the root of that is your status as a thought leader. So thought leadership is important as a business owner because it's a marketing tool that is really tied directly to your ability to share and convey a message less con- and it's less connected to your ability to create a bunch of videos to share on TikTok or be constant on Instagram or even like blogging heavily. If you're able to establish yourself as a thought leader where people know that the quality of the work you produce when sharing about this topic is top-notch, you can maybe get away with a little bit less content or a little bit less dancing on social or, you know, whatever the thing that you are doing in your business is that you don't really want to be doing. The, the further you establish yourself as a thought leader, the more control you have over when and where you are doing those other marketing tasks. Thought leadership is also great for um, building other... PR and visibility opportunities. Like I didn't get my first bundle participation invitation until I had my podcast. I didn't get my first invitation to, um, you know, speak at a summit or be on someone else's podcast until I had my own podcast because that was me standing up and saying, I have something to say and I feel strongly about the fact that other people need to listen to it and therefore you should consider listening to it or you should consider sharing it with your audience. So establishing your own thought leadership platform and persona and like point of view can help others feel confident sharing you with their audiences and spreading your name and your message and everything otherwise. Um, This also ties with PR. If you wanted to submit something to a publication, they're probably going to be a lot more likely to accept that submission if they can see you've been accepted other places or they can see you have a clear track record of sharing something that is worth listening to and is also safe for them and their brand. If I never shared anything on social and I submitted a you know, article to a publication or I submitted a press release about something and they couldn't find anything about who I am and what I stand for and what I think outside of that direct submission, they're probably not going to want to take a chance on me because I could come out of left field and say something totally crazy (laughs) and then they're connected to me with their publication. And so Thought leadership, as much as it is about establishing credibility and saying I am worth listening to, it's also really about showing that you are a safe person to associate with, which can be a weird thing to think about when you're not typically an unsafe person to associate with. Like, no one thinks necessarily about 
you know, the risks of saying something out of pocket or the risks of associating with someone who's like absolutely unhinged until it happens and it hurts their reputation. Um, but there's people who are thinking about it and it's mostly going to be those people in those publications and in those industries that you want to be sharing your message and getting all of that information across to them. So that's a really long-winded and kind of like... (laughs) funny way of saying that thought leadership is important as a business owner because it's a stepping stone to other PR and visibility opportunities and it also boosts your credibility so that people are more likely to take a chance on working with you and investing their money with you which is especially important if you are a high level service provider and you don't have like a bunch of small offers for people to you know get started with you um you know, if your minimum retainer is $3,000 and that's the only way to work with you, you know, people are going to want to do a lot of research. They're going to want to have a really solid understanding of who you are and how you're going to make that investment a good one. Um, and so having that thought leadership credibility and that platform to say like, you know, I've been consistent with the way I talk about this thing. I've had other people feel confident enough to share me with their audience. You know, all of that can help make someone's buying decision a little bit easier. It's kind of like the power of a referral, but spread over a larger network of people because you having this thought leadership platform, even if it's small, is saying that, you know, the 15 people who consistently engage with your content say you're worth engaging with, which could be just as powerful as one person saying like, oh, I have this friend who does the thing that you're looking for. Like, I'll totally set you up with them. Um, It's kind of the same amount of support and connection. So that's all of the things that I love about thought leadership, why thought leadership is important and why you should consider your thought leadership perspective as a business owner, especially if you are a personal brand, if you are a solopreneur, or if you are an agency founder or company founder who really leads with your personality and your face as a part of that brand, um, establishing your own thought leadership channel is going to be really important because there are just some things that you can't have a brand say instead of an actual face of an actual human being like it just has more cachet and it means a little bit more when it's coming from a real person so if all of this sounds like something you are interested in and you want to learn more about I want to introduce you to Thought Leaders Collective 2.0 So Thought Leaders Collective is and always has been a LinkedIn membership designed to help you post consistently on LinkedIn without overthinking it and without sounding like everybody else. And we've always done this through weekly prompts delivered through email. It's been one prompt a week, and the idea is that you can get that email, respond to that prompt, and post on LinkedIn all in about 15 minutes without thinking too much about it, without feeling like you have to add it to your content calendar or have a social media manager take a crack at it or send it to your content writer. This is really supposed to be the kind of content that you can come up with on the fly because it's so deeply ingrained in who you are and how you run your business. 
Um, in this new version of Thought Leaders Collective, we also have some bonus prompts that are shared on a semi-weekly basis through Slack, and we're working on a way to get you access to a better bank of prompts so that you can get your weekly prompt and respond and call it a day, but you also have a backlog just in case, you know, the prompt for this week is just really tricky and it doesn't feel like something you can tackle right now, or if you need to get ahead because of whatever reason um the idea of prompts being just one a week every week was really to take the pressure off and make it easy to not overthink in all of these ways but once you do start getting consistent and feeling like your thought leadership strategy is taking shape we understand that sometimes you want to get ahead or avoid falling behind or just have some other options in place because you're not just blindly following this weekly prompt schedule you're really thinking about your thought leadership strategy and you want to be proactive about it the way that we also support this is through weekly co-working. So at the time of recording, we do co-working every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern, and I secretly refer to this as thought leadership time. So people come to co-working with all sorts of plans for the day. You know, sometimes it's working on client stuff, sometimes it's just doing that admin that you can't offload for whatever reason um, but I like to try to prioritize that hour of co-working as my thought leadership time so the time that I'm spending engaging on LinkedIn the time that I'm spending creating those thought leadership prompts or working on like deeper dives into certain areas of thought leadership so if I'm doing a guest post if I want to start posting on medium I'm really trying to make sure that I'm giving myself at least an hour a week of that thought leadership time that I can't just pass off to my assistant to do for me because it needs to come from my brain it needs to come from my perspective and I want to carve out time for that because I respect my audience enough to want to ensure that my thought leadership keeps coming from me um, a lot of times people want to just like get all of the prompts, pass them off to an assistant and call it a day. Um, and you can totally do that. You're free to do whatever you want. But I think that setting aside that time for yourself to have thought leadership time and make sure that you are giving yourself that focus and that emphasis is really important to help you feel confident as a thought leader and competent as a thought leader. Um, in addition to those two things, which have kind of been the core of Thought Leaders Collective all along, we are adding in a LinkedIn resource library. If you've listened to some of the other episodes of this podcast, you know that I used to have a program called Level Up with LinkedIn Lead Gen, and we've got so many videos, so many templates, so many ways that you can leverage LinkedIn to grow your business and grow your um audience as a thought leader and so we've compiled all of those resources into an easy to navigate resource library so that if you want to know how to schedule a post there's a video for it if you want to know how to run a custom search in sales navigator or on the regular linkedin search there's a video to show you how and a template to help you remember what that search is so you can run it again it's really like the the culmination of every resource or LinkedIn tool that I've ever created, um, super simply organized in a Notion doc that 
you can take a look at and use however you see fit. Um, and then whenever we get another question or LinkedIn comes out with a new resource, we always record a video, set up a resource, you know, whatever it is that we need to do to make sure our members understand how to use that resource to the best of their ability uh, and then get that gets added to the resource library. Um, to tie in with the co-working and thought leadership time, we also have quarterly planning and monthly goal setting sessions. So with the idea of Thought Leaders Collective being about more than weekly prompts, we really want to give you a space to think about how these prompts fit into your overall thought leadership strategy and how your thought leadership strategy then supports the growth of your business. So every quarter we get together and talk through what your goals are for thought leadership that month, whether it is, you know, consistent posting to get more engagement, to get more profile views, or if it's working to get on podcasts or get a press feature, if it's generating buzz around a launch, whatever your goals are for that quarter, we really want to get together and break out what that means for you on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis. How many messages do you need to be sending? What does that need to look like? And what help do you need to get it all done? And then this is even newer. We're adding in these monthly goal setting sessions. So A, if you miss one of those quarterly planning sessions, you're not waiting around for the next quarter to, you know, make your plan. And B, so that you can check in. Like, we love to get really ambitious when we're thinking about our quarterly goals and quarterly planning. But what about month two? How do we check in and say like, okay, this is what I need to do to make up for lost time. Or this is how I'm going to adjust my plan to... Um, account for my capacity um, and really looking then checking in on our plan and seeing you know is this feasible is this something I can maintain and if not what changes can I make so that I still feel like I'm making progress and that this is a good use of my time without getting discouraged because that is the biggest thing that gets in anyone's way when it comes to thought leadership is you know oh I made this post and it didn't work or oh I said I was going to reach out to this many people and you know none of them responded so what do we do when we experience those setbacks and how can we adjust our plans to account for them um, a lot of this takes place inside our Slack community where there is also a opt-in accountability channel. So if you want that weekly nudge to remember to post on LinkedIn, we do that there. We share our bonus prompts and we really just try to have discussion around thought leadership. Do you need to find a podcast guest? Do you want to be a podcast guest? Did you work with a service provider who was excellent? Do you need a recommendation for a service provider? Really creating that community of people that we can trust for those resources and those referrals um, and doing it on Slack because sometimes you don't want to log into a social media platform and get crazy distracted in order to access the tools and resources for a program that you're in. So we have it on Slack so that it's its own dedicated space and you can kind of choose how active you want to be or how often you want to be active. Um, and then finally, we are adding a member directory. So I love being a part of online directories. I love having that backlink to boost my SEO. And I love seeing where that 
traffic is coming from. Um, so we're adding a member directory for Thought Leaders Collective so that you have just one more place to feature yourself online, get that SEO boost, and be able to be searched by people who are looking for thought leaders or looking for service providers, um, really whatever it is that you choose to position yourself as on that directory. Um, it'll be online and people can find you. So that's everything inside the new TLC. I'm beyond thrilled to finally have this open and ready for everybody. And I can't wait to welcome in more of you to join us. So right now, the pricing for Thought Leaders Collective 2.0 is $97 a month or $970 a year. Um, this is quite the increase from the original version, and I want to be upfront about that um but that's because it's a lot more work on my part and I need to account for that um so that's the price increase but I also think that the value increase is definitely there um I've definitely missed being a part of a community in this past year of not really engaging in coaching and not really participating in that side of the space but I've always loved having a community to turn to for questions or just collaboration and I freaking love co-working so I think that this can be really supportive outside of just the LinkedIn resources and prompts but really in cultivating a community of people that you can connect with and lean on when you're having a hard time because let's be honest business is really freaking hard and I feel like a lot of people are closing their businesses right now and a lot of people are feeling really discouraged and I think the best way that we can overcome that and make sure that we stay in business for the foreseeable future is to have people who can support us and can, who can make this kind of scary, kind of lonely experience a little less scary and a little less lonely. So if you're listening to this before July 1st, you can use code LAUNCH to save 50% off of your first month, quarter, or year of Thought Leaders Collective when you use code LAUNCH at checkout, and that will be linked in the show notes as well. So that's everything. If you have any questions about Thought Leaders Collective, I encourage you to send me a DM over on Instagram at Haley E. Johnson. Connect with me on LinkedIn. My link is everywhere. So send me a message. Let me know if you have any questions. Let me know if you have any thoughts or feedback. And I hope to see you inside Thought Leaders Collective because it really is my favorite place to hang out. Bye!